0: Hello, everybody! Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Blue. I'm joined with Brad, as I am nearly every week. Sometimes we do solo stuff. Ooh. No, um, don't,
1: don't remind me PTSD.
0: Honestly, <laughs> uh, but yeah, today we are going to be covering uh Uramichi Onisan. I. Just my brain was like, "You're not gonna work halfway through speaking." Love I'm that. Honestly,
1: I keep leaving off the Onisan whenever I tell people what it is. I'm like, "Life lessons with Udamichi," <laughs> just because I feel like the Onisan is just kind of eh.
0: Onisa. yeah. It's tossable. It's tossable. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's a, um, a very interesting watch, and we are definitely gonna jump into it and discuss that. But before we get there. Um, we have to update you guys on our lives because we're vain.
1: Uh, what? No, we <laughs> we would never be vain. What What kind of people do you take us for? I mean, you're not wrong. No. I mean, we do have to rant and rave about life because that's fun. Yes. But, yeah, I've been on vacation this week and also house sitting and doggo sitting and o sitting and it's been fun. Cat's a little shit. Oh, And Cat also almost killed Walker. It had a possibility, too. Because Walker's on blood thinners, and he was pestering the cat, and Mm. I guess he forgot that he was on blood thinners, so I was like, Mm. oi, that cat could chomp you, and you could die. He's like, oh, you're right, and, like, scoots the cat away. (laughs) Fun! Oh, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, On top of that, I've watched Squid Game. Okay. I'm not impressed.
0: Oh, okay. I-
1: I- Kind of hate the main character, not gonna lie. Like, they make him very unlikable, so not not a fan. Okay. And also, something very recently dropped on Netflix. Actually, two things very recently dropped on Netflix. One of them was the first episode of Comey Can't Communicate, which is absolutely fucking adorable. hmm I love it. It's very reminiscent of the manga. If I can, I'm going to buy all of the merch from it. Oh! Because it's fantastic. It's great. I I think you're going to love it. Like, if you have time, just watch the first episode on Netflix. You'll, okay. I think you'll greatly enjoy it. Okay. But then, so yesterday, I got a wild hankering to watch something new that just recently came on Netflix. hmm So they have officially uploaded the Violet Evergarden movie. Oh. And so I watched it. Mm-hmm. It was two hours and 20 minutes. Okay. So it was a very, very long film. Mm -hmm. i cried for the last hour of it oh it broke my soul and i'm i'm not just talking about like crying like a couple of tears no like i was sobbing i was slightly hysterical that destroyed my soul mate oh no like do you remember the bit from episode 10 with the letters from the mother
0: uh yes
1: it was very reminiscent of that just much much harder To kind of deal with. Mm -hmm. And it hurt a lot. Like, I cried so much. I'm still emotionally drained from that nonsense. It was that bad. Wow. Oh, but it's good to get a good crying. Yeah. But, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Look, okay, I got my start back into anime with You're Lying April. So at this point, we all know I'm a sad bitch. That is my life. That is how I choose to live it. So, if I can find something that can destroy my soul, I will watch it for funsies.
0: I met someone just recently who watched Your Lie in April for the first time. They're still oh. recovering. They're, oh. Yeah. Um, uh, they were now specifically looking for anime and manga that would uh, cheer them up a bit, so.
1: tonika Coon.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I was like, <laughs> here you go.
1: Or, you know, you could have given them this week's topic.
0: hmm <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> or it could have made it worse. Maybe I don't know.
0: This this week's topic is just insanity. It's uh,
1: yeah, yeah, one hundred percent.
0: It's nostalgic and not at all as well at the same time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just mood, just big yeah, mood. Very much so. But yeah how was how was your week other than you know the that loud party that was going on from one of your
0: neighbors yeah yeah uh so just this the uh, this early this afternoon um there was some crazy loud music that was being blasted by one of my neighbors i'm not sure who and it was like vibrating my windows it was insane it was so loud So I was going to message Brad, I took a video of it, and I was trying to um, message it to Brad to be like, hey, I'm not sure how recording's going to go if this keeps up, because there's no way this is not going to pick up on the mic. Like, it's so loud. Um, But then, apparently, my phone is just has a too high of a quality of camera, because Discord was like, nah, you can't send that. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I still haven't been able to see it. I don't know what's up with the drive, but it's nope. not having it.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. We will, will I? It, may, it might happen, it might not. Just have to take my word for it.
1: Who knows? I can yeah. believe it, though. <laughs>
0: yeah. But other than that, um, just been a lot of schoolwork. I've had some pretty big projects that have been due this week. And yeah, just like going out, finding small cafes that I've been studying in, which has been nice. Need an excuse to kind of leave my apartment, you know, uh, but also have to get work done. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's been fun. I've had a I've had a fairly decent week. It's been very busy and very like draining, but um, a good time. That's good. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. I, feel I don't
1: like- know. Yeah, it's been kinda. It's been one of those weeks for sure. Yeah, I, it's, I feel like we say that more often than not.
0: Honestly, maybe.
1: But it's just because life is stressful as shit.
0: Yeah, I feel very exhausted, even though I know that I'm not exhausted, but I just, like, I feel like I have a lot on my plate right now, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 100%. Especially with you being in the middle of school, I'd mm-hmm. say it's a pain in the ass.
0: Yep, yep. And and I have big voice stuff coming soon as well and mm-hmm. just like Ugh. Just ugh.
1: Just eck. Yeah. But on the bright side, we got good anime coming up.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh,
1: another thing I forgot to talk about. Demon Slayer. Oh mm-hmm. my god. We finally got the OP and E D this week and the OP mate. <laughs> I have never seen an OP so perfectly synced to the music in my life. Mm. Like it is beat for beat, on point, and I am having a blast. Nice. I mean, it's the retelling of Mugen Train at this point, but the first episode with Rengoku, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. But then, yeah, the second episode. I mean, I felt like I was watching Mugen Train again. It the some of the shots are kind of reworked. But it's not a whole lot of difference. The like, layout very much felt the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that OP, oh, so good.
0: Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. That's,
1: that's pretty much it. Uh, I, ha- I actually have news this week for oh. once. Mm-hmm. So, two very big things actually got announced this week. Yeah. One... Mob Psycho Season 3 has officially announced that it is in production with Studio Bones and a lot of the key staff from the prior seasons are returning to Mm. do it. Nice. Mob Psycho is fantastic. The show, from everything I've seen up to this point, I've finished Season 1, is really good. I love the animation style whenever the psychic powers start getting used. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of fun. I can definitely tell the animation kind of slowly gets better as it goes along and things start getting more and more trippy. Yeah. So that's exciting news. I'm excited for that. However, I am more excited for the second and last piece of news. hmm Season three of Kagi Osama has been announced for spring. Ah I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, that's right up your alley.
1: It is so much up my alley. And you know we're gonna be covering it in summer.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm excited, but yeah. Um, very much a you anime. What do you mean, uh? <laughs> no, I am definitely excited about it. No, it's... It...
1: <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I get it. It's definitely more my taste, but you didn't hate it.
0: No, I didn't hate it. It was good. It was good. Um, oh. I actually don't remember what I scored it, but I, I know it was decent.
1: It was really good. Mm. You, you shush. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have fairly fond memories of watching it, so that's good. At uh-huh least.
1: yeah don't it's just not one me. it's it. not
0: one that stayed completely retained in my brain so
1: uh-huh yeah sure that's
0: the truth it is <laughs> okay
1: oh but yeah that's it that's all i've got for news
0: okay so shall we swiftly move on into this week's topic because i'm actually really excited to just dive into this
1: i i'm excited to sit down and talk about it too i had i had a lot of fun watching yeah. this
0: yeah yeah do you want to give us some background
1: Alright, so Life Lessons with Oromichi Unisan. The it is based off of a manga written. You sound by, Russian
0: when you say it like that.
1: I mean I can actually do a whole intro in Russian if you would prefer.
0: <laughs> say the title in, in your Russian
1: accent. Life lessons with Oromichi Unisan.
0: Yeah, see? Russian. It sounds Russian.
1: <laughs> I've been doing the Russian accent here lately, so I kinda of feel like it might start defaulting to that a little mm. bit. Who knows? <laughs> The RP server has taken over my life, man. Mm. But yeah, so it was a light novel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so it was a light novel.
1: Yeah, light novel written by Gaku mm. It is a Josei manga. I I feel very wrong with us not covering a shonen for what feels like the first time in ages. I know,
0: I know. It's so rare that we're not covering a shonen.
1: But I feel like... I'm very intrigued by what gets classified as a shonen and what doesn't, mm-hmm. but also, I kind of thought that we would be doing another show that wasn't based off of a light novel or manga again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because the past two have been that way, and with this one being brand new and not a lot of fanfare going into it, I was like, huh, I wonder if this is going to be exactly the same, but no, it actually had not only does it have a manga but the manga started in 2017 and is still going to this day for a total of six volumes wow which means we very well could get a second season at some point yeah i'm down for a second season give me more please (laughs) i don't know what they could do for a second season but i'm down
0: yeah yeah it's It's just dumb. I feel like I would I would be more intrigued by a movie over a second season because I would like to see one plotline shenanigan, you know
1: no 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 no, no no. Just give me a second season of just a lot of shenanigans.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: <laughs> but the anime was directed by Nobuyoshi Nakagama. It was made by Studio Blanc, which has done absolutely nothing of note. To this point, they've had two other animes that I haven't heard of. Mm. And its original run was from July 6th of 2021 to September 28th of 2021 for a total of 13 episodes. If you want to watch it, you can find it on Funimation and only Funimation.
0: Uh, yeah. It seems like they, uh, do- (laughs) This is- I, okay, so I just I went on my anime list and I just looked up the studio. Uh-huh. Um, it seems that the studio is not exactly PG rated, uh, just to say the least.
1: Well, considering one of their other shows was like something with like I think it was called Show Bitch.
0: Yes, um, no,
1: no exaggeration, Show Bitch.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, it seems like the vast majority of what they have done is eighteen plus. So oh yeah uh keep that in mind when watching
1: <laughs> i feel like this one wasn't as bad no
0: no way near. this is only a pg-13 so you don't need to worry about that but i was
1: definitely gonna say like a 14 plus kind of vibe on this one
0: yeah i feel like the pg-13 is very fitting yeah, um yeah. and but yeah so just be aware if you like this the rest of what the studio does is not this so there
1: that's you know. very odd that they kind of took a step back on this
0: yeah, one. I don't know why they chose this. It seems maybe they're trying to branch out to a new audience. It seems like they are still a small studio. I'm not getting very many results. Um, and well, I a lot think their of their first
1: staff- anime was in 2011. Their second anime was in 2017. And then this one was 2021. So they haven't done a whole lot either.
0: Well, it seems that they're... F- they've done a lot of one episode things it seems that there's only one two three four things that they've done that have multiple episodes so yeah the the rest of what they're doing is just like little one episode things so um yeah again just yeah (laughs) this (laughs) is this is probably them sticking their toe into trying things that will uh change their image, I'm assuming? I don't know.
1: Perhaps? Maybe? Who knows? I know this anime kind of took the meme world by storm.
0: Yeah, well, it's very much meme content. There is so much meme (laughs) meme content in this. Um, But yeah, like I said, it is a PG-13. It is um, rated a 7.77 out of 10 on my anime list and a 4.01 out of 5 on Anime Planet or an 8.02 out of 10. It has a dropped rate of 15.08%, so pretty high, but for this kind of comedic slice-of-life style, if it's not your sense of humour, it's not going to become your sense of humour. There's nothing to grab you other than the jokes, you know? You percent yeah, you're not watching it to fall in love with the characters and watch their character development. So I expect shows like this to have higher drop rates because of the the way that the content is formulated. They're short skits with small characters that don't really ever become more than their face value. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, if it's, although I feel like the main character like kind of starts to have growth as the series progresses a little bit.
0: Uh, yeah, a tiny amount, but it it's so short lived and everything that if you don't like the humor you're gonna have a horrible time watching
1: this yeah no don't go into this expecting like fantastic storytelling and character growth it's literally just for giggles only for giggles and big mood
0: yeah it's very daily lives of high school boys style thing so if you watch that and you enjoyed it give this one a go
1: yeah 100 percent.
0: yeah so, with that being said, it is based around a children's TV show and um, the adults that are working on this t- children's TV show, specifically around um, the main presenter, Uramichi, who is a um, previous, like, university level uh, gymnast, like competitive gymnast, who has now become um, Gymnast Onisan, or, like, Big Brother Gymnast um, on this show. And it's uh, and the rest of the cast and crew that are working on the show. It's very funny to watch as an adult, especially if you were a kid that watched this kind of content, because um, it really does give you the other side of the perspective that maybe you hadn't considered before of like the fact that these adults hate their lives. And it's it's very amusing to watch. So if that sounds like it appeals to you at all. Give this one a go. I doubt we're not going to be going through this one episode by episode, and we're not going to be telling you all of the jokes. So I will put a spoiler chicken hat out there from here on out. But if you want to listen to what we're talking about, I don't think it's going to spoil anything throughout the show, because like I said, we can't go through every single joke. We can't go through every single sketch. So there's still going to be things that you're going to enjoy. But just bear in mind that you might already know how jokes play out if you listen to the rest of the podcast. But it's not like re-zero kind of level spoilers.
1: No, no, definitely, definitely not. Also, I like how ReZero was your go-to on that
0: one. (laughs) I just thought, which has a big plot twist? (laughs) ReZero.
1: Ah, ReZero lingering on your mind. Mm. I like it.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so it's a comedy. It's a slice of life. It's about 23 minutes per episode. It's very standard. And it's on Funimation.
1: Yeah. Do we want to talk about our characters first, just to kind of set the scene a little bit? Especially since Wikipedia conveniently has, like, everything laid out right. for us as far as the characters go. <laughs> Which is nice, because I like character lists and descriptions, so that way my brain doesn't have to work too awful much. Right, yeah. Alright, so you've got Ormichi, who was a gymnast yeah. going through, all through school. He hints at being abused by his dad to, like, get super into gymnastics. But dude, like, all he cares about is like working out keeping his body fit and smoking drinking he likes pickled mackerel that's mm-hmm. that's a thing yeah and dude's sense of humor is dark
0: yes and he is voiced by Hiroshi Kamiya so and i think that well in the in the uh, original dub in japanese
1: yeah. yeah i i actually did not watch this dubbed i watched it dubbed i also watched it dubbed hey what do you know
0: yeah he, yeah, like I said, he is our main character. He is our main presenter. He is so... <laughs> he,
1: you get <good? laughs>
0: He's just, he's, like, he's the epitome of, I think, most, like, <gasps> Gen Z millennial subconscious.
1: Do you know? Okay, so I picked up on this, and I'm so glad I picked up on it. Okay. So, do you know who else Hiroshi Kamiya has voiced? Who? Levi. No way! Yeah! I picked up on it whenever I was watching it, especially whenever he'd go into like his like dark scenes, whenever he was like explaining really dark shit to kids. Mm-hmm. I was like... Why does that sound so much like Levi? I wonder if that's Levi. And I just so happen to click over and I'm like, oh my god, it is. Hell yeah.
0: Oh, he also does um, Takeda uh, Sensei in um, Haiku.
1: Oh, heck yeah. I'm oh, looking cool. through his
0: work now because I'm like, what else has he done? He's been in a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah, he has done a He's lot of stuff. He's been in some
0: One Piece stuff, some Pokemon stuff, some oh my god. Diamond No Ace <laughs> He's stuff. In-
1: He's in the new Fruits Basket, just labeled as God. God! <laughs> oh, that's wonderful.
0: Yeah, he has a long list of um, works to his name. Yeah. Good job, well done.
1: Yeah, fantastic, but again, just the fact that he did Levi, uh, oh, I was, he was like, in, hell yeah! He
0: was in Kuroko no
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, more Haikyuu.
1: Oh, no Game way!
0: Defeats? He's huh. um, he's Saiki Kuso. Kuso. <laughs> in in um this main character in um Kus- uh kuso <laughs> it's it's a one that i watched like one or two episodes of and then never continued but um uh i was i, I don't remember what it's about and i rem- remember it being dumb but i don't remember what it is <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's cool though yeah all right well we have learned things
0: i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out what that what show that is like what what i anyway that's a thing in my brain that's I'm now, like, concerned it's some really dumb anime and everyone's going to be like, what the fuck were you watching? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I go down rabbit holes. The Disastrous Life of Psyche, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, sorry, I just had to look that up because I was like, what the fuck is this?
1: Oh, <laughs> that show that's on Netflix about the psychic?
0: Yeah, that's, he's a main oh, character in that. that
1: show. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I see, I see, uh, I, think I that, get it.
0: Yeah, I think it was one of those ones that Netflix pushed to me, so I just watched a couple of episodes and then didn't continue it i don't know why i didn't continue it probably got interrupted and my adhd brain was like forgot what are you doing
1: yeah i watched it at a friend's house and it was interesting like i got some giggles out of it it's definitely not necessarily my cup of tea but it definitely fits like your style of things with like daily lives of high school boys and all that kind of stuff
0: Mm. It's funny. I think he does well with this kind of content. Uh, this voice actor Hiroshi. Uh,
1: yeah, one hundred percent. Like I think he fit the role very well. But also, fantastic job as Levi. Chef's yep. kiss. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Okay. Um. What does that freaking? It was some racist shit. I don't know. <laughs> it was real bad. It was real bad yep, against it was indigenous so people. Bad. It was not oh my great. God. It was sexist, and, uh, yeah, it was one of those ones that we were, like, watching it, and then it was, like, going downhill and downhill and downhill. It was like, oh, God.
1: It, so, to those that are unaware, I don't even remember what the name of this shit was. Like, some, like, Wild West type of very terrible anime that was only available on YouTube, first of all.
0: Yeah, and we got recommended it because the director had done some other stuff that was, like, really... Um, like a cult classic and we didn't watch the one that was the cult classic we watched another one of his works and was it director or the writer i don't know somebody
1: uh director i think Mm. but yeah and it was so bad this is the first time that i just looked at blue and i said no i refuse to finish this it's not something that i just dropped like we had it scheduled and i was like fuck that i'm not doing it
0: yeah yep (laughs) it didn't happen anyway yep Back on track. Uh,
1: Back on track. So, Usahara, who plays the rabbit mascot named Useo, is that right? I think so. And he is a kohai of Urumichi. They went to college together. They were dorm mates. I think Urumichi was a senior whenever they were freshmen in college. Mm -hmm. And it's... Like, he's always on Odermichi's bad side. Like, he's always saying something to get shit started to where Odermichi just kicks the shit out of him. It's great. It's a fun time.
0: Yeah. Uh, His birthday is March 3rd, according to my anime list.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, he has blood type O. Oh, I love how they add in all of this extra information
1: about characters. I-, I wonder if that came from the manga, because that was definitely not stated in the show.
0: Could be, yeah. Yeah, and he is voiced by Tomokatsu Sugita. I apologize if I get any of these names wrong in um, enunciation. I'm trying my best.
1: <laughs> we do our best here, regardless of if we fail miserably.
0: Yes. Um, and he is constantly being beaten up by Yoramichi.
1: Oh, Constantly.
0: Yeah, but he also does nothing to help his situation.
1: No, no, definitely not. Uh, There are times where I think he definitely deserves it.
0: Yes. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes from him, let me see if I can think of something fun. Oh, at the end, when he thinks that Uramichi is going to quit. Uh-huh. And he's just like, it's like, I guess this is kind of where the most character development for the characters happen is kind of in this last little bit. Um, because we get to see backstories of them when they were in university together, because he is, um, Irumichi's kohai. And, um, and he was always as dumb. He has not changed at all, and I really enjoy the fact that his, his character development just didn't happen at all, specifically when it comes to him in the dating world. Um, he, <laughs> Uh, there are jokes that are like, um, why do you go and talk, uh, say that you're interested in movies when you're out on a date, when you know literally nothing about movies and you can't sit through a two hour movie, then it does a college flashback, and, um, he's on a, on a group date, and he's saying, oh yeah, I like movies, and then the girl's like, oh, I like movies too, did you watch this, goes into like, starts talking about movies, and he doesn't know what to do, and it's like, yeah, that hasn't changed from like, nearly a decade ago, you're still doing that same thing. <laughs> It was funny. I enjoy him. He's a good character, and the kids hate him.
1: So this guy did the uh, Eisen, the treasurer for the student council in Food Wars.
0: Ah.
1: I was going through and trying to find something that we could both relate to him on, and I was like, "Oh, hey, that's a thing." Ooh.
0: We're just like looking stuff up now. We're just really interested in like what all these people do. Um, I mean,
1: <laughs> he was I'm a lizard like man
0: and goblin slayer.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, he was in Cheer Boys
0: and in dive Ew. and in aho Girl.
1: oh shit dude played kaz in metal gear solid 5
0: mm-hmm.
1: one of the like oh no characters. way
0: he was in um kakegurui
1: really yeah
0: he was uh Kaede.
1: oh shit okay Oh cool. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying going through this.
0: Yeah, we just covered that um super recently, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway, we're just gonna keep digging if we
1: if we can go so we have yep. to move on.
0: <laughs> who do we have next?
1: So we have Kumatani, who was the bear or mm-hmm.
0: uh Kumal, Yes. Yeah, who's voiced by Yu uh, Nakamura? And I don't know what he's done.
1: I was scrolling through it now, so keep the okay. people distracted. Okay!
0: Well, he was in Mark Horizon. I like Mark Horizon. That was fun. Um, Okay, so uh, the dynamic between these two, um, I'm just going to call them Bear and Bunny, because my brain does not do well with names. So <laughs> so Bear and Bunny. The dynamic between these two is freaking funny, especially when it comes to the kids. There's one scene in particular that's coming to mind about... um When they got sick, like one of them was sick, they were, they were doing some filming out in winter, and, um, uh, one of them, yeah, the, one of them got really, really sick. I think Bear was someone who actually got sick. Yeah, he was. And then, um, Bunny was on, on set, and everyone, and all the kids are like, no, why is he here? He should be the one that leaves, and we want Bear back. <laughs> bunny should <shipping> be the <laughs> one that's gone so bunny had to go back and put on um the bear suit and all the kids were still able to tell they were like what's wrong with you you're not out there out there he's different <laughs> he's different get rid of him um uh, yeah and it was really, really funny i really like the dynamic between those two um bear is very much the straight man of the dynamic and uh but they have a really really good duo comedic like run Um, and there's a a really good running joke between them that Bunny gets some idea in his head, it gets stuck in his head, he's, like, running around, freaking out about this idea that he's, like, overheard something, or he's assumed something, and he's freaking out about it, and Bear is, like, listening to him rant this entire time, and, um, uh, he knows the answer to the situation he's going, but he just lets him do his own thing, and then everything resolves, and Bunny gets into, like, all of this like ah, oh, uh, it was actually all okay all along. why what I didn't know, and I was like, yeah, I knew all along, I just didn't tell you. <laughs> it's very fun um uh like joke format that can, I think they do it probably about three times throughout the show, and it's funny every time. it's a good stupid thing of like he's just watching him go through all of this insanity and in the end, um he knew that he was just completely overreacting the whole time.
1: And then some of the other stuff that Yuichi Nakamura has done. Mm. He is Yomo from Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. He is Moomin Rider from One Punch Man, so the dude that runs around on a bicycle. Oh. <laughs> he is Reinhard in ReZero. Ah Shinobia in Food Wars. Oh, okay, fun. Yeah. Who's next? So next. You have Iketaru, Mm-hmm. one of the singing Onisans.
0: Yes, who is a
1: four uh, more, four more. I can speak musical actor. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> this dude. My God, anything. That had to do with the word dick or any other kind of dirty <laughs> joke this man was all over it also character quirk dude can't read an analog watch unless he has to for an acting bit yeah and then for some reason that's when he can do it
0: yep yeah um and he is probably my favorite character throughout the show because he is just so dumb he is the biggest of dumb he is constantly thinking about onigiri. he's never listening to anything that's happening he is the biggest dumb he's a pug in human form if you like that's he's just dumb and he's great he's fantastic character such a breath of fresh air especially considering that the vast majority of the time he's in the background of scenes so something important is happening in the background of scenes and he's just sitting there with a little thought bubble thinking about onigiri in as a UFO or <laughs> on like riding a bike i don't know like he's not thinking about anything and it's always so funny to just like look off to the side and see him there just spaced out great fun enjoy him very good and character. He's
1: never paying attention to what anybody says. Like, he'll constantly snap back to it and be like, oh, I wasn't listening.
0: Yep, exactly. Even when they're talking directly to him mid conversation that he was previously engaged in. It's great. Um, he's great. And he is voiced by Mamoru uh, Miyano. And yeah, I don't know. He's one of my favorite characters. He's probably my favorite character in this show. <laughs> Another character quirk. He believes that Father Christmas is real. Um, he (laughs) believes that he had the same Father Christmas as Unomichi because both of them were given workbooks in their respective work, like Unomichi got gym mats and dumbbells and stuff because he was a gymnast, and Iketeru got music sheets and um, sheet music and and microphones, I don't know what he got, but like you know, music themed stuff. Um, And so he was like, I think we got the same Father Christmas that like, is... It, it, it's like got our lists wrong. I think we have the same one. He's dumb. He's great. Um, and yeah, he's
1: absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, and he's fantastic at everything that he does. So long as he's trying hard and he's in a role.
1: Yeah, like he has to make it a role. Otherwise, yeah. dude just can't do it.
0: Yeah, he has so much potential. It's like if you're playing ping pong, think that you this is your retirement match of a professional ping pong player.
1: <laughs> Suddenly, he's just
0: like he able. becomes a
1: god at ping he- pong. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's oh great. He's so great.
1: So, one thing about uh, the guy who voices him mm-hmm. so, dude oh, yeah, no. is not only a voice actor, but he is a legitimate singer.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Like,
1: he has yeah, they did the songs that have been top 10 on, like, he had, his first two went, they topped at 20, but then his other ones went top 10 and above top 10. Dude has had some very high charting singles as well. He did the OP and split the songs with the next person who we're going to talk about.
0: And he did the, the ED. hmm As well. And
1: then, dude voiced Light Yagami in Death Note.
0: Ha <laughs> ha! Wow.
1: That's absolutely fantastic. Uh, he did uh, Mashima in uh, Ortaichi in Furu. Ah! And he's been in uh, Big Windup. He is Ryo Nakazawa.
0: Wow, okay, yeah. So,
1: yeah, dude's a main character in a lot of shows that we really enjoy.
0: Yeah, Um, it's very interesting because this show has more musical numbers in it than any other anime I've ever watched. And, like, I mean, unless you're, like, unless it's classical music, then I feel like there is more. But, like, there is more than any other band, themed anime I've ever watched, any like, K-On! or, um, uh, what's that BL one that
1: we covered? Uh, Given?
0: Yeah. More than that, like, it, I I feel like this could be classified as a music anime.
1: Uh, 100%. Like, I could 100% believe that, yeah, there's no questions asked. Yeah,
0: there's probably a musical number every other episode if you, like, evened them out. And yet yeah, the, uh, both the two main singers here, because there is also- um utano who uh, is voiced by nana mizuki and um she is the the co-star singer the two of them are the singers on the show um and uh and they've done like so much <laughs> they did so much throughout this it's, re- it's really fascinating that mm-hmm. they they included that makes me wonder about the budget of this anime uh
1: i think it was just three million yen
0: because these are some high-paying voice actors
1: i mean three million yen
0: i wonder if they did it from connections <laughs>
1: Perhaps, Because, maybe?
0: yeah, I, like, they got some good names on here. hmm I don't
1: know. Okay. But yeah, and then Nana Mizuki mm-hmm. has been in Full Metal Alchemist mm-hmm. as Wrath. Mm-hmm. She played Hinata in Naruto Shippuden.
0: Oh, no way! She was in Dragon Ball Super.
1: Oh, who? Uh,
0: Chile? Chile? Broly? The Dragon way. Ball Super? I don't know.
1: Oh, I have no clue.
0: I don't know Dragon Ball, so...
1: Oh, Popuko and Pop Team Epic!
0: I'm seeing things that I've, like, you know, noticed, but I'm not seeing a lot of stuff that I have been super, like, involved in watching, you know?
1: Yeah, there's definitely not, uh... There's not a whole lot other than, the Naruto stuff and whatnot that I just really... Yeah, she's got a long
0: list of things that she's done, it's just I think that they're... Not ones that we've come across. For Mehalak Miss Brotherhood. Lan Fan.
1: I don't even remember who that is.
0: Neither do I.
1: But yeah, Hinata's cool as hell.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, she's also a really good character. She is our predominant female character throughout the show. The rest of the characters are males. I mean, there are other females in the show, there are just but they're smaller parts. But the ones that you're actually seeing on screen in the TV show, she is the last of them. So it's just that ma- main five cast. <clears throat> and then the group of kids. You also have some background characters um, that are like the directors. Um, we have some people in sales, some sales reps. Um, a choreographer who is a pretty distinct character, but doesn't actually show up very much, but they're just a very distinct character. And then there's a bartender that's reoccurring every now and again. Um, but yeah, those are probably the main five characters that are- well, they're the main five that are in the show. Hmm. Yeah, so do you have any specific skits or sketches that you thought were, like, the ones that made you laugh the most?
1: Uh, <clears throat> any time that Ormichi got real with the kids?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because they would ask him, be like, he son, what, uh- how old are you? And he's like, 31. And she's like, oh, well, my dad's 29, and he's already married and has kids. She's like, why don't you... Like, why aren't you that way? (laughs) And he's like, not everybody chooses the same path in life. He's like, some people, like, uh, being alone and drinking and getting hungover.
0: (laughs) You shouldn't shouldn't ask questions, unnecessary questions, you might kill someone. That was just... I think that one's actually in the trailer, that joke. It's very funny.
1: I think so. Either that or it's, like, the most quoted clip out of the entire show. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely fantastic.
0: Yes. Yeah, and it's really funny because when when you first start watching the show, it's hard to kind of tell as to whether or not he's actually saying these things to the kids or if this is just what he wants to say to the kids. But no, he's actually saying them. He is straight up saying them. And the director's just like, perfect! Cut! (laughs) (laughs) That's...
1: Which, again, it goes back to what Blue was saying earlier, of it's a really interesting view kind of into that side of things and children's shows. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, how accurate is that?
0: 100%. I couldn't help watching this and not refer back to Blue Peter. Blue Peter is a British... Um, children's show that has been on since, like, early television times. It's been on for generations. I think you'd be hard pushed to find somebody in Britain who does not know what Blue Peter is. Um, mm-hmm. and there are specific jokes that British people will carry on throughout their entire lives for generations because of this children's TV show. A fantastic example of that is, here's one I've prepared earlier. Which is, um, during the arts and crafts segment of Blue Peter, they will do, like, I don't know, paper mache, or something that glues, or painting, or something that takes time to do. And so they will do the first step with the kids, and then that has to dry, so then they push it to the side, and then they reach under the desk, and they pull it out, and every single time, for, like, nearly a 100 years, I don't know how long Blue Peter's been on there, but it must be getting close to that. At least over 50. They pull it out, and they go... Here's one I've prepared earlier and that line has been now taken and ran with by all of Britain and you if you ever watch like comedic shows that are based in Britain if you're an American or a Canadian or whatever not British and you've watched any kind of British comedy or or sitcoms or whatever they will probably have that joke thrown in there at some point somewhere it's like it's yeah it's an inside joke for the whole country interesting yeah and it really like watching that watching this show really brought me to that segment of here's what i prepared earlier and just imagining the jokes that they have on set Mm -hmm. filming blue peter it's it's so funny and um yeah i would i would be i I don't know it it kind of made the show very charming that you have that kind of connection with children's shows with the show
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah Like, just getting to see kind of all the different aspects with it and seeing how blunt and direct they are with the kids. Like, how much the kids kind of love it and enjoy it. (laughs) The voice acting in the show, especially for the kids, was done really well.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Like, I was very impressed with how things were pronounced and said. Yes. Like, fantastic job. And then I think one of the other things that just really got me was the last episode, whenever they were going through like stereotypical skits of the last episode, like purposefully.
0: 100%. 100%. It was very, um, breaking the fourth wall
1: vibes. Yes. Without legitimately breaking the fourth wall. No. Because they were talking about a last episode of a TV series being on TV. Yeah. The night before. And they were like, oh, I wonder what some other, like, stereotypes of a last episode are. And it's like you can almost feel them like glancing at you through the TV screen, yeah. even though they never actually did. No,
0: yeah. Yeah. And
1: then just the little skits that came from it. Like uh tadano thinking that she was going to be proposed to just <laughs> to find out that actually her boyfriend's Senpai was getting married and he needed money to get a gift because he's a Deadbeat comedian who doesn't work and is always asking her for money.
0: Honestly, okay. So theory, I have a theory mm-hmm. against. Okay, um, but uh, Utano has a boyfriend who's a comedian, Hambe, who is the um, sales rep, the crazy sales guy who makes all these mm-hmm. insane plushies. Um, mm-hmm. He his band broke up because their band leader decided that he wanted to be a comedian.
1: Mm-hmm. Same person. Very possibly. Cause I too kind of thought the same thing. Yeah. So very, very possible. Yep. Also, I like the bits in whenever they're showing their time at college with Uromichi, uh Kumatani, and Usahara. Mm-hmm. I like the bits where everybody was like slowly kinda coming together and intermingling. Yes. So that was kinda cool. I kinda like how they set that up.
0: Yeah, and also how we got to see Daga and, uh, Uteno, uh, uh, Tadano in their own worlds as well, back when she was trying to become a pop star and he was still in high school, but like was very good looking while still being in high school. Um, mm. oh, oh, speaking of very good looking, um, Udomichi, his outfit changes throughout, <laughs> throughout oh, this show. Oh
1: my <laughs> God. <laughs> so
0: funny. So there's a specific, um, I guess like a, a writer or I think they call him a director. I'm not sure uh what he actually He's does,
1: like a like special episode director, kind of sort of yes,
0: yeah, so he does like Sunday specials or like long editions of of the show, and he uh, um was storyboarding ideas, and when he storyboards ideas, he follows Uromichi around because his dreams and his life are the inspiration for the children's show for him, um, and then he designs <laughs> his costumes, and when I say that these are club outfits turned children's show. They are club outfits turned children's show. One of them was mesh. He had a mesh shirt on and shorts. Another one was a cropped top with macaroons on it. <laughs> and everyone else on set has, like, normal children's show costumes. And his are, like, clubwear, wear. But, like, make it cutesy.
1: Also... Michi's ability to draw my God. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of shit that gets him in because of his ability to draw.
0: (laughs) Which then becomes the inspiration for all of these outfits that he has to wear. It's so dumb and funny. And the the rest of the cast cracking up because they can't even look at him (laughs) is one of my favorite jokes. And it's so human of like, I can't look at you right now because I'm dying of laughter. And they're like filming the outro and they're trying not to laugh. It's so funny. And, uh, and then there was another part of that that I was gonna talk about. Oh, um, the, the one scene where they had to, where they were doing a live show, so they were like at a mall or something, and they had like a special amount of kids there, and, um, they had to draw their dads. Mm-hmm. But Kumatani and Usahara are both in full costumes. They're both bear and bunny. Um, and, and they have to draw their dads. And they were so they were concentrating so hard because this wasn't in the script, it was something that was just kind of put on them at the spur of the moment. They were so concentrating on drawing their dads that they forgot that they were in costume. So then they had these pictures of their dads are drawn, and they were like, Oh wait, we're bearing bunny right now. So let's just put ears on them. And the kids are like oh, and your dad's a bearing a bunny. And they're like, They are, oh, look, they have ears.
1: <laughs> also, the skit where Oramichi couldn't think of a word and it just kept bothering him and kept bothering him. And so, like, the kids can obviously tell he's affected by it, but they were talking about what their favorite food was. Yeah, And so, they ask him, they're like, winnie what's, uh what's your favorite food? And he's just sitting there like he's still staring off into the distance, but the girl that asked him was wearing a macaroon shirt and he's like... <gasps>
0: Macaroon. <laughs> that's the thing that I was thinking of. And that's even funnier because um just previous to that, the kids had been talking, one of the kids had spoken up and said, I thought I saw you in the store the other day. My mum said it wasn't you because um Uromichi Anisan is younger than you, is younger than the man that we saw in the store. Um uh, and he was buying pickled fish or whatever it was, I'm not sure. And um, and then and then everyone knows that that was a ravioli in the store, and that was his favorite food. So everyone else <laughs> thought that he was like that was a horrible way of saying that it wasn't your, That's not your favorite food. But in reality, he was just like the thing. I can't remember. It was very funny. It was a good joke.
1: Uh, it was great.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I really, really enjoyed the show. It, like I said, it has a lot of very, very good jokes in it. Um there it's it absolutely hits on a lot of very stereotypical um anime tropes, so that's a thing,
1: yeah, yeah, it does hit a lot of tropes, <clears throat> yeah, but again, for the way that the show kind of touches on topics and hit tropes, it does a lot of things very well,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: also, a lot of the stuff that they talked about is like very it's good lessons for people to kind of be reminded of with things. <laughs> And so even though it comes across as very dark and condescending, it's actually, although it's intended for comedy, it's actually really good to sit back and listen to a lot of the stuff that's said, because it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's relatable.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, although it's PG-13, it's something that a lot of adults could watch and kind of enjoy.
0: Yeah, it's very, like, um, relatable. I feel like if you just had a really shit-hard day at work, you can chuck on an episode of this and feel like people get you, you know?
1: Oh yeah, 100%. It's just the level of relatability and just big mood.
0: Yeah. I do In fact,
1: I think I texted you that or big mood. I think
0: you did. Yeah. Um I do not recommend binging this. I do not feel like it is captivating enough for to watch this over a long period of time. I feel like the jokes are... the setups of the jokes are very repetitive, which is funny for a continuous show, for something that you would watch every now and again. However, if you were to binge this, you would find it very repetitive and probably get pretty bored throughout it. But that's just because the jokes that they are establishing are set up the same way, same formula, same kind of punchline. So... Um, it works fantastically over a long period of time like watching an episode every now and again because you're like oh I know how this is gonna go this is funny whereas if you were to binge this it would be like I know how this is gonna go I watched it three seconds ago you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um, bear that in mind I don't think it's very good for binging one or two episodes at a time maybe yeah go for it but I wouldn't recommend sitting down and watching the whole season Um...
1: one final question yeah what did you think about the shark the whole reason i put this on the schedule how did you enjoy it
0: it was short and sweet (laughs) there was shark
1: there was shark (laughs) also that beach episode
0: the beach episode (laughs) the beach episode and the um winter christmas holiday episode both of them are very very funny and i get that as well because modeling is the same thing you have to film you have to photograph um winter season stuff in summer and summer season stuff in winter and it's um no fun so
1: yeah that just that sounds gross no not for me
0: yeah but you know that's how it works is if you're gonna have a, a release you gotta do it early
1: yeah true true very true
0: um yeah, I don't know. I think it's solid. I kind of agree with the nearly eight out of ten on both. It's like a seven point seven seven out of ten on Anime List and an eight point zero two out of ten. So yeah, pretty close to eight.
1: Yeah, I can I consider it at an eight as well. The OP is kind of mediocre. It fits the show, so I'll give it that. Yeah, I prefer but the, the ED, ED was great. ED is great. I enjoyed that a lot.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. And I. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. I think I'm gonna give it just a tad down from an eight. I think probably just because I found it a little, I found the first couple of episodes more slow than the last part of the season. I feel like the, um, they started off with a really, really good joke right in the beginning with the, um, uh, how old are you joke. And that's kind of all I remember from those first couple of episodes. Whereas I, like, the middle to late season I think is my preference.
1: I think it did definitely get better as it goes. Yeah. However, I still got a lot of laughs out of the first half as well. Yeah. To where I felt like the last bit or the last half focused on a little bit more storytelling, still with jokes. However, I think like episodes 11 and 12 weren't necessarily focused on comedy. They were focusing a little bit more on like world building and character building.
0: Yeah, I actually really did enjoy the fact that every now and again we would get glimpse of um Uremichi and his relationship with the children, the fact that he actually does really enjoy being a children's presenter and, um, uh, and he really likes the kids and wants them to be happy. And you get tiny little glimpses of that throughout the show. I thought that was really, really good.
1: hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's good. I enjoyed it. It's fun.
1: Yeah. I enjoyed it as well. It was definitely a lot of fun. A nice little break from seriousness. Mm. And also kind of, like, it's like Blue said, definitely not something to binge, but if you want to watch something funny, something relatable, have at it. It's great. It's a fun time. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely an eight. I feel like it doesn't necessarily sit at a seven, nor is it like top tier deserving of like a nine or something like that.
0: No, I definitely feel like Tanaka-kun is what I would recommend still over this as a comedy level anime. I feel like Tanaka-kun is probably, it's going to be very hard for a comedy anime to top for both Brad and I. Um, but that's the level. That's that's where we're at. Yeah,
1: because Tanaka-kun is the standard bearer for any and all comedy Honestly, anime. Honestly, oh, yeah. I still like to watch the gym scene of the racket being yeeted.
0: <laughs> Whenever I picture Tanaka-kun, I just picture him being piggybacked. That's just how...
1: <laughs> yeah i see that or like him being toted under the arm
0: yeah or um uh when uh uh he wears the face mask and his face is all shiny
1: oh yeah that or uh whenever he became like old man Yep. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah tanaka kun is still just great is great i yeah, really still mood yeah uh, and i would still recommend it over this but that being said this is decent i really uh, had a good time watching it oh yeah yeah
1: so that that everything that's everything all right so, if you like the voice who was with me here today, that be Blue. She cool, she awesome. You can find her on Instagram and Twitter at Blue Lavender STM. To where Twitter is more kind of life updates, and Instagram is artsy updates. So, if you want to see some very fantastic artwork, go check her out there.
0: Thanks. Yeah, and if you like Brad, you can find him over on Twitch mainly, um, at Brad Carter Gaming. He's also on Instagram under the same handle, and um, we also have an Instagram and Twitter and all fun social media stuff, YouTube channel and stuff under BNV Anime for the both of us combined. We also have a website at www.bnbanime.com where we have all of our previously archived episodes along with links to your favourite listening platform. We also have some fun behind-the-scenes stuff there as well, so be sure to check that out. The YouTube has some fun stuff coming. We have some new changes that have been happening on there um, with uh release times and visuals and more stuff is coming, so look forward to that too.
1: Yeah. So on that note, if you want to keep up to dates with the episodes, do be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple, all of those fun things yep. because that's where the episodes will be going first. However, the YouTube videos have definitely gotten a graphic update. Like their design is absolutely phenomenal. So do be sure to hit us with a subscribe there if you want to see some very fancy YouTube videoing. Yes. But that it? That everything that's, everything. that's all I can think of. Yeah. Alright. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week we have To Your Eternity, which was done by the same people that did A Silent Voice. Mm -hmm. So, if you enjoyed A Silent Voice, you'll definitely uh, need to check this one out. But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye!
0: Bye-bye!